Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast where we're gonna talk about the best snacks for losing weight. Now, before we get into what the specific snacks are, let's just talk about snacking in general, which again, there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you is the core rule of program yourself thin. However, I think ideally you wanna to optimize towards no snacking, right? That, that's ideal. Um, I don't know, you know, if, if you snack occasionally, it's not gonna be a big deal, but I think if you make the goal to not snack, what happens is it sets you up to really look towards your meals to satisfy you, you know, and, and keep you full. And I think if you're if you're relying on snacks, you don't really get a clear picture of which foods you can eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner that truly satisfy you. And that's such a huge part of the process is figuring that out. What works for you? What foods are easy to prepare that you relatively like and that satisfy you? Right. That's what we want, because the ideal is to eat breakfast be comfortable and satisfied until lunch, be comfortable and satisfied till dinner, then be done eating, right? That, that's kind of the ultimate goal. Um, so th that's where we want to aim at. Now, in the meantime, though, we want to have backup plans and you want to start with something kind of simple. So what are the best snacks uh, for helping you lose weight? Don't get mad at me, but they're fruits and vegetables, right? Because listen, when it comes to snacking, we've been conditioned to snack all the time, right? We are seeing, I mean, half the food ads are about snack foods. Right. So snacking has been conditioned into us as being a normal, natural thing that we do. And, you know, I don't think it is. And so if we want to get to know snacks, the first thing we got to recognize is when am I hungry? When am I bored? Right. That's the big difference, because we've been conditioned to use snacking as a means to fight off the boredom, the stress, the frustration, all the emotional stuff. <clears throat> so the easiest way I know of to really, really recognize whether you're hungry or bored is if you're hungry, fruit sounds great. If you're hungry, vegetables sound great. Okay. When you're bored, they don't sound so great. Okay. So I like using this kind of litmus test of, am I hungry or bored? Now, when it comes to your hungry, you know, all of a sudden that apple, that banana, the carrot, the celery, whatever fruits or vegetables you choose are going to seem much more appealing. And you make yourself the deal. You say, listen, I want to master my weight. It's this important to me that if I'm bored, I, I don't care. I'm not going to eat for entertainment reasons. I'm not going to eat for emotional reasons during my snack. I'm going to start my snacking, my weight mastery off by really mastering my snacking. And that's going to be ultimately to really limit it and, and ultimately eliminate it, hopefully. Um, and in the meantime, the way I'm going to get there is I'm going to really figure out which is emotional boredom eating and which one is true genuine hunger and if i'm truly hungry then a banana and apple you know orange whatever fruit you choose whatever vegetables you choose those are going to seem much more appealing and that's what i'm going to do i'm no longer going to snack for entertainment i'm no longer going to snack um for emotional reasons that's the deal you're making with yourself so you know the, the snack that helps you lose weight is no snack okay but that's a hard place to just start, right? If you, when I first started, you know, master my weight, I used to snack three times a day. I would snack right after breakfast. I'd snack after in the afternoon and then I'd snack all night. And so to go to just, I'm just gonna get rid of my snacks. That wasn't really going to work. So, so this is kind of the third part of the plan here is that once you kind of have a setup, you know, you, you get congruent you say, listen, I want to get rid of the snacks. That's one of the first things I want to do here, get rid of them or limit them. Um, the next thing is my hungry or bored. I'm going to start focusing on fruits and vegetables if I am going to snack. And then the third one becomes actually making it a reality and it doesn't have to happen all at once. So again, you, you figure out what works for you. Maybe you start, again, if you snack three times like I did, you can start wherever you want. Maybe you want to start with the evening snacking, right? And so this is exactly what I did. I wanted to stop eating at night as I was snacking two, three hours every single night. So the first step became, okay, if I'm going to snack at night, it's got to be something natural. It's got to be a fruit vegetable. And so you can start with that one snack, or you could start with all three if you want, but understand if you take on all three at once, it's going to be a lot harder. And now we're in the all or nothing phase. Okay. Fine. If you recognize it, but if you can't do it, you cannot go to nothing. Okay. If you, if you can't do all three snacks in, in a, at a one time, then you go to one snack, two snacks. 
Okay, you got to make me this commitment. And so again, that, that's the enacting it. It's enough to know what to do. We got to actually get ourselves to do it. And to get ourselves to do it, yes, we can go into it with our lofty plans of perfection, um, but then we have to recognize that we're also going to meet it with reality. And reality is sometimes we have to go a little slower than we wanted to. And so we will um, maybe not eliminate all the snacks completely, but we will focus on one, kind of the, the worst snacking behavior you have is a good place to start if you're feeling good, or it might be the easiest one. Again, there's no right or wrong answers as long as we're getting better. And so this becomes the process. And what you want to do to prepare yourself for that is you want to have some fruits on hand um, or some vegetables. I prefer fruits because I, I like fruit. And so I've gotten into the habit of really enjoying it. And I think when it comes to the fruits or the vegetables that you're going to have as your, your solution, I think it's, it's helpful to have fruits and vegetables that last a while, right? Don't get, um, don't get fruits and vegetables that, that are good for a day or two, right? And then we miss them and then they go bad. And then we say, ah, I'm not going to waste my money anymore. Bananas are great for this. Um, if they start getting brown, you can put them in the fridge. Um, apples are great. They last a long time. Uh, pears, right? Pears are one of those ones where they're a little trickier. If you put them in the fridge, they'll last longer. So again, there's understanding that part of it too. And which is just to kind of put a finer point on the fact that, you know, when you're changing your behaviors, when you're snacking from, you know, candy bars and chips to fruits and vegetables, Understand that it's a learning process. Yeah, you know you should eat the fruits and vegetables and you have a vague idea what you should do, but actually doing it consistently is something that takes some practice, okay? And so give yourself some time, give yourself some grace to make mistakes and learn from them um, and recognize this is the path you're walking of mastery where you don't start off perfect, you move towards perfection each and every day, um, little by little, okay? Um, but once you get the snacking down for a lot of people, um, getting the snacking under control is such a helpful part of really mastering your weight, okay? So I hope this helps you out. Start using it, and best of luck with it. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I will, uh, as usual, do my best to, to answer them. Um, oh, okay, it hit my goal weight, but just not satisfied. Very interesting um, and not uncommon. You know, that, that's the norm. Understand that. I, I, <laughs> I say this to you not to bum you all out, um, but you have to understand that when we just fixate on the scale, the size, there's this idea that when we get to that weight, like it's a finish line, like everything's just like, like we're done <laughs> and you're not. Um, the weight in and of itself is just a means to an end. And so if you're using a process that you hate in order to get to your goal weight, you can expect that once you get to your goal weight, you're gonna have a harder time because now you don't have the excitement of the scale going down. Right now you're just left with the food you hate eating, right? Or the lifestyle you don't like living. And so you have to start right from the beginning. Um, well, in your case, you know, you're, you're at your goal weight, great job. Um, but now it needs to become a focus on how can I maintain my weight in an enjoyable way? And now you got, you've got to start looking at that because what most people do is with the weight loss mindset, they just want to lose the weight and that's all they care about. And say they will choose extreme, uncomfortable, unsustainable methods to make that happen. Then they get to their goal weight and they say, I'm just, I, well, I thought this was going to fix everything. It's not. It's not. Okay. Everyone, please listen to this. Okay. Because <laughs> you want to start your, well, let me just reframe it. What most people are doing is they focus on weight loss, right? And they're just like the mantra of the dieters. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. Right. Okay. Well, now you lose the weight. And now what? Right. The, the weight in and of itself doesn't fix everything. You know, it's really about how you frame this process. And so I always suggest you take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. Make this a process that's not just about losing weight. It's about one of becoming the best version of yourself possible. And the beauty of that is that it never ends, right? You just keep getting better and better and better. You keep progressing and improving um, all different things. You know, how you're eating, how you're living, how you're thinking, you know, your hobbies. And so you always have something to look forward to that's gonna improve and get better. I've been at the same weight for almost 30 years, there was one little blip about 12 years ago. And the way I'm able to maintain the motivation and the weight is that it's really not about weight loss to me. Because, you know, weight, at some point, there's a thing called hedonic adaptation where it's kind of like if you get a new car, it's really exciting for a couple months, right? And then it just kind of becomes the car, you know? It just kind of loses its luster. The same thing happens with weight. If the only thing that matters to you is losing weight, for most people, you get to that goal weight and it's like, hmm. Hmm. It's, it's like money. Money and weight are very similar like this. So it's not, the weight loss can't be the ultimate goal. You know, it can be, but, but it needs to be kind of a side goal with other goals in, involved with it. And so you really want to make this a process of personal development because for me, I've been at the same weight, but what motivates and what keeps me going? Well, what keeps me going is that each and every day I'm improving. 
right? I've got my lifestyle habits. I got my mindset work I do. I got my eating strategies and I'm always improving them. I'm always learning and growing and evolving. And so tomorrow I expect to be better than today. Next week I expect to be better than this week, you know, and next year. And so it's just like this process of excitement and evolution and growth. Do you see? But that's how I'm framing the process. That's how I did it from the beginning. And it's been so helpful because if we just focus on the weight part of it, it's just not enough motivation. And once you get to the goal weight, it's really not enough motivation. You're seeing that. So you need to bring more meaning into this process. And what I would suggest is that um, you, you think about some of the things I just mentioned to you. Um, what do you think of fasting for a woman? Um, I mean, I don't know which type of fasting you're talking about. If you're talking about intermittent fasting, I think it's fine. I think if you're talking about like water fasting long-term to lose weight, I think it's silly for a man or a woman or any human being because it doesn't make sense to me to commit to some really intense strategy that's gonna last a week, a month. What's the point, you know? To me, it's just disappointment on layaway. And um, on top of potential metabolic issues you may create, you know, relationship issues with food that you're creating, self-image issues and just the whole thing. I don't, again, if you're fasting for like some spiritual reason, you know, or some health reason you think that's gonna, it's gonna do something, that's a different thing. But if you're fasting to lose weight, I, I just, to me, it's just one more symptom of a, of a broken mindset, honestly. That, that's what I think, um, if that's what you're asking about, Eddie. Um, Jiltastic, that's the coolest name ever. Thank you for all the great tips there, quite helpful. Well, thank you, you're welcome. That's why I do it, right? That's what I'm here for, is to, to help you all out. Hey, right, what's up, Susan? Love that as long as you're getting better. Yeah, right, that's the key thing, right? As long as you're getting better. Because, you know, listen, there is no finish line. You know, that's one of the big lies of the diet diets and the dieting mindset is that you you conceptualize weight loss as like a sprint, but you think that there's this finish line. You know, like, like you just, uh, you, you internally, you think of it like there's this finish line that you're just going to get to. And I'm telling you, there's not, you know, you, you get to your goal of weight. Great. Now you got to wake up tomorrow and, and eat a certain way to maintain it, you know? And so I always suggest, you know, like in programming self, then we start with maintenance, you know, that's the whole goal. It's not to lose weight. It's to get to your goal weight and live there for the rest of your life on your autopilot. Don't think those, those are the same thing. I think you probably realize they're not, right? There's a huge difference between saying, I just want to lose weight and saying, I want to get to my goal weight and live the rest of my life there on near autopilot. They're, subconsciously, they're completely different. When you think about losing weight, you're thinking about yourself being overweight. When you think about being at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot, you have a completely different image and concept in your mind. And they're, they're totally different. And so the real goal, again, how long do you want to keep the weight off for everyone? right? Forever, right? But you're never practicing that. You're never setting yourself up for that. All you do is focus on weight loss. And again, because your subconscious mind is so literal, so I want to lose weight, I want to lose weight, I want to lose weight, I want to lose weight. Okay, you lose the weight and then you get, there's no more weight to lose. Now what do you do? And now there's just like this vacuum in your head. What do you think? What do you say? You, you never practice or prepare yourself to be thin and healthy, to think and thin, think like a thin and healthy person, to act like a thin and healthy person. You never practice this. Again, you go from being overweight, thinking like an overweight person and acting like an overweight person to dieting, thinking like a dieter, acting like a dieter. And you flip-flop between those two, most people their whole lives, that's what they do. They flip-flop between those two. Diets have a 95% failure rate long-term. So you know what I mean? Like, like that's why your mindset's the most important piece of your weight and you never learn how to use it. Most people don't anyways. So um, it's important right from the beginning to really set it up as this never-ending you know, I say, like, I approach my weight loss as if it's a never-ending marathon. And um, I know at first people go, oh, oh, never, right, it never ends, it never ends, right? Because you're thinking about, like, it as a dieter, and you're thinking about all this miserable shit that you don't want to do, see? For me, it's like, it's, it's like my religion. I mean, it's just, it's a core part of me because it, I, I think, like, yeah, I want to live longer, but it's the quality of life during those years that I'm here. Right. And so I want to have energy. I want to sleep well. I want to be lean. I want to be mobile. I want to be flexible. I want to be strong. You know, I want to be able to do things. Right. I want to have energy to run my business. I want to have, you know, the mobility and the ability to play with my kid and play basketball. So I have all these motivations um, that I'm that I'm living for, you see. And so and it's always about getting better and improving and being the person I want to be. It's bigger than just oh, I just want to get to a weight, you know, so I hope that I hope that helps. Um, what do you feel about counting calories? I feel like I'm obsessing with it. Like. Do I go low carb? Um, yeah, Lotus, I, I mean, yeah, it's just the diet thing. You know, people get so upset about their weight, they, they just get desperate and um, they do things that don't resonate with them, A, and they don't wanna do B. And so, you know, counting calories isn't good or bad. It depends on you, 
You know, like for me, counting calories would be horrible. I would not like to do it. Um, but for some people, counting calories, they, they like doing it. You know, it kind of brings them a sense of comfort and peace and security, right? So it really depends on where you are at with it. There's no right or wrong with it. But I will say there's a lesson within that idea that really what you want to do is you want to build your weight mastery around what resonates for you, right? We all got strengths and weaknesses. You want to build around your strengths rather than trying to fix all your weaknesses. If you focus on fixing your weaknesses, that just becomes a lifelong, you know, attempt to try and fix something. When you build around your strengths, that's how you get the results you're looking for. Right. So again, counting calories isn't good or bad. It just depends. You know, there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. That's the core um, program yourself then belief and, and philosophy. I've helped people. I mean, there's just there's so many people in the world. It's like anything can work for anyone. You know, the, the, the secret is to find out what works for you, because when you figure out what works for you, then it's easy. That's why I don't, I don't do like, I could, I could put a diet together. I could put a diet together just about how I eat and how I live, but I wouldn't do that because that's what all the whole diet industry is, right? Think about it. every diet is someone saying, here's the plan. And now you just follow it. Right. And it's you spend all your time trying to, you know, metaphorically fit a square peg in a round hole It doesn't work. And so instead of using all that energy, trying to force yourself to follow a plan you hate, you should use that energy to create a plan customized around you around your preferences, your lifestyle, your likes, your genetics, all these things. That's why in Program Yourself Thin, there's a workbook you fill out, right? It's a fill in the blank workbook where you fill out your mindset, lifestyle, and eating blueprint around you. <laughs> I, I don't know any other way you're trying to follow someone else's plan, which is a weird thing. And you've normalized it because you've been inundated with, with weight loss commercials your whole life. But it would be the equivalent of me saying, okay, from now on, you're going to dress like this. Oh, from now on, you're going to watch this kind of movie. For, for the rest of your life, you're going to listen to this kind of music. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. But you're going to let me tell you how you're going to eat forever? Like, like it's, it's strange. And so I think you have to take some personal responsibility to figure out the plan that works for you. And so, yeah, it takes a little effort and a little bit of time. But then you've got this little golden ticket, this little golden roadmap that you follow to master your weight forever. That's what we do in Program self Therapy. That's part of you filling these workbooks. So you're following your own plan. Your plan's not going to be my plan. You want me to tell you what to eat? Right? Are you me? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Maybe we like different stuff. You don't think my mom's that's why I got so many flavors at Baskin Robbins. There's different people with different flavors. So you're just gonna tell someone to tell you how to eat. Like you know what I mean? Like like so again, take it upon yourself and figure out what works for you. And uh, put that work in, you know, because when you, you get out of it is is worth the effort. Miss Miranda Moo. I went from five hundred to three hundred. My body really does not want to go below three hundred no matter eight months at three hundred. That's interesting. Um Eight months at 300. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that, it's, it's hard for me. I mean, there's just so many things that can can factor into that. Um, you know, I, I'd be curious to know, like, like how you did it, you know, what, what changed, what's different now, all, all the rest of it. Um, but congratulations, first of all. That, that's quite an accomplishment. 200 pounds is, is tremendous. That's a 40%, right, of, of your body weight. Um, that's tremendous. Now, the first thing I would say, I mean, when you're talking weight that, that's that high, there are lip, leptin issues, there are metabolic issues. And sometimes, you know, the way I would look at it is, you know, these eight months where I would really applaud you and I, I would hope you internalize a real deep sense of satisfaction and accomplishment is losing 200 pounds is, is tremendous first off. But the, the more impressive thing to me is the fact that you have maintained this for eight months. That, that That's the way bigger deal in my book. And so I would say in a way it was a real gift Okay, because anytime someone hits a plateau, now this is an extended plateau, okay, fair enough, but it's allowed you to practice your maintenance and that's really good. And so sometimes our bodies kind of need to reset and it takes longer than we expect it to. So again, without knowing all the details of what you're saying, I, I can't really offer too much, um, but the fact that you've maintained it for eight months is, is just so great. Keep it up and again, just relax and calm down. 200 pounds, that's a lot. 40% of your body weight down and to maintain that for eight months is a tremendous accomplishment. And again, when you're starting with weights that high, your time frame is much longer than the average one, okay? So just, you need to have more patience with it. Um, and, you know, ho hopefully you'll figure out how to get further down the, the path that you wanna walk down. Um, but great job. Best way to break a fast. Um, 
you know, I, I don't really know. I don't really fast. Um, I'm not a fasting expert, so I couldn't really offer too much with that. I mean, I, I fasted enough. I mean, you know, the best ways typically are just natural foods, you know, light, a, a couple of them, fruits, vegetables, something light and not natural. Um, I never got fat in the first place. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you, you typed that in all caps, too. <laughs> Let me go under. So smart. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So if anyone has any questions, you know, like, like feel free to ask them. I've been doing this for a while, you know, like I've been doing this, my own personal journey for 30 years, professional, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've done over, you know, uh, 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So I've kind of a unique take on things and I'm a hypnotist, right? But I'm also a yoga instructor, neuro-linguistic programming trainer. And, um, and I created the, the course, Program Yourself Then, which is a program to help people master their weight. Um, my, my story, you know, where I got into all this really, I started when I was nine, my dad died of a heart attack at 54. And, um, you know, I remember being at 90, I realized it was, a, you know, had to be at least partly this guy, he was known as an eater. <laughs> like literally people call him an eater, not even a foodie, <laughs> Like he was just an eater. And, and they said it very, um, lovingly, right. Everyone loved my dad. He, he was just an awesome, awesome person, hard worker, just a great, great guy. Um, but yeah, he, he was an eater. And, and I remember growing up, I wanted to be an eater because I wanted to be like him. And uh, so I realized it was the food. You know, 10 years after that, though, I, I was 50 pounds heavier. I was binge drinking. I was, you know, just, just lost. So, you know, I would say my story really just, I, I just got lucky in life because there was a month I took off of college and I just got exposed to hypnosis, neurolinguistic programming, yoga, martial arts, guitar, meditation. This is really, this is a true story. And, uh, it was just, I look back, I was like a miracle. You know what I mean? The universe just smiled on me. Um, but I, I took it and ran, you know, I really, I got really committed with it. It just resonated with me. And, um, you know, I, I lost the weight, but more importantly, I, uh, I, I really mastered my weight. It, it wasn't just a weight loss because I did it in a way that really resonated with me. And I did that because, you know, I started studying neurolinguistic programming is really like the science of modeling. And so I began to speak with people that had lost weight and kept it off for at least two years. And I was like, what, you know, what did you do? Not just what did you do? What did you eat? What did you exercise? Not just the external things, but what, what do you think? Like, how do you think about yourself? How do you think about food, your lifestyle, health, all of those things? And that was the real big difference is, you know, once I realized that, I realized how I was thinking and how a lot of the people around me were thinking was the core problem. The behaviors... Don't get me wrong. I mean, behavior change takes effort. There's there's no way around that. Um, but how how difficult it is and how long it lasts really comes down to how you're thinking. And so that was so profound to me. And so really, my approach to mastering my weight was an inside out one of really mastering my thoughts first, and then my behaviors and, and my lifestyle and all that. And it's a path that I've been walking for 30 years and will walk for the next hundred years because I love it. You know, I'm addicted to the progress and the evolution and the growth and the mastery aspects to it i always say like starting like with martial arts guitar yoga was so beneficial to me because those are those are things that you never really master you know what i mean like, like there's masters of it but they're always getting better there's no finish line with it and so i think that was very helpful in in framing how i approach weight loss because there was no end point you know it was it was this never-ending um opportunity to keep growing and getting better and better and better you know beyond just when the, the weight stops going down at some point, you know, but, but you just keep coming a better and better version of yourself as you move forward. Um, thoughts on the role of hormones affecting weight loss in peri and postmenopausal women. Can you overcome? Um, I mean, my thoughts on now you got to understand, I'm saying this as a problem, obviously not a menopausal woman. Okay. Um, but you have to understand for, for 20 years, my career has been built around helping women in some stage of menopause lose weight. So I'm saying this as someone who has just, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. Most of those sessions have been with women in their, most of the time, 50s, 60s. You know, sometimes they're 40s, sometimes 70s, but usually in that range, that's the majority of the clients I've worked with. And I have consistently watched them lose weight, right? So what do I think about menopause, whatever stage it may be, and hormones affects? Yes, I think hormones affect things, okay? No doubt about it. Um, but I tend to think what I, I believe I have now is that a lot of times the menopause issues reveal an unhealthy lifestyle and poor eating choices. That, that, that's what I that's what I believe. And so what do I mean by lifestyle? 
um, I mean something very specific, and I'm talking about eight things in order of importance. Proper sleep, proper hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And I think if you instill these eight things into your life on a regular basis, a lot of times the, the things you thought were hormonal or menopausal or insulin resistance or whatever the physical thing you thought was holding you down, it kind of vanishes. Now, it also matters what you eat. Um, so for some women, you know, oh, I used to do this and I'd lose the weight quick and now I can't, no matter what I do, I do that and I can't lose the weight. Well, sometimes you got to make more foundational shifts in how you're eating. So maybe now just cutting the calories down isn't giving you the same results. And so, you know, it, it get, but it's not, it's not just you. I mean, it's anyone in America pretty much has to transform their eating from a more standard American processed food diet to a more natural one. I think, I think that's important. So I, I guess what I'm saying is, I think, I think when you do get menopause, I think menopause obviously is real. Hormones affect weight, you know, in different ways. But more often it's, I, I think you don't have the, the youthful cells and hormones to overcome what is probably a less than ideal healthy lifestyle and eating patterns. And that's honestly what I see, you know, and, and that's what I've seen. So, cause again, I just have consistently watched menopausal women lose weight. So, so you know, what can I tell you? You know, um, do they lose weight slower? Yeah, sure, perhaps, you know, but people, that's another thing. That's why these weight loss calculators, I just want to, uh, they make me so crazy because there is no weight loss calculator. There, there's ballpark estimates and ideas of things, you know, but each person is so unique and different. One thing that happens very quickly, if you, if you start reading like weight loss studies where they'll take a group of people and put them in a lab and they're measuring out every single calorie they're intaking and they're measuring every calorie they're, ex, you know, burning off. And um, they'll keep them in there 30, 60, 90 days. And what becomes very, very obvious very quickly is at the end of those studies, people lose all different amounts of weight, which is to say that some people lose weight quickly and some people lose weight slowly. And so if you're a person who loses weight slowly, I mean, okay. You know what I mean? Like you acknowledge it, you accept it, and you move forward. Because it doesn't matter whether you lose weight fast or slow. It doesn't. It only matters about living at your goal weight for the rest of your life. And whether it takes you a month to get there or two years, three years, who gives a shit? Now, I know I'm speaking as a person, you know what I mean, who's talking about weight mastery and you're focused on losing weight quickly. But that's one of the core reasons why you're struggling to lose weight, you know? Um, so anyways, I think that uh, it's important that you, you know, bring more patience into this and really focus on um, you know, the, the, uh, the long-term goal that you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like, exactly. Sprinter versus marathoner. That, that's exactly, exactly it. Yep. Um, and think about, so I would talk about this a lot because I think it's so, um, it's so embedded. We don't even see it anymore, but the diet industry and the diet industry is not your friend. Okay. Most of the big diets, you know, of are owned by big food companies, right? You know, Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. The company that owns Atkins food products is owned by the same company that owns um, Anians pretzels and Cinnabon. The company that owns slim fast, the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's ice cream. These companies don't want you to lose weight and, and stop eating their shit. They just want to sell you more bullshit. They get you coming and going, you know? And so what the diet industry has done though, is they make you think about your weight loss as if it were a sprint. The, the dieter mindset, a mindset's like a Russian nesting doll of, of concepts and ideas. And uh, the diet, the outermost kind of framing of a diet is that it's temporary, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna diet until I lose the weight. Well, what then? <laughs> I don't give a shit, I'll, I'll figure it out then. I just wanna lose the weight. And so as soon as you think of it as a temporary thing, the next question is, well, how, how can I get it over as fast as possible? Well, as soon as you think that, the next question is, well, I'm gonna do the most extreme thing. And so you're in this, this mindset of thinking like weight loss, like a sprint. And if you think of it like a sprint, you, you know, if you run a sprint, you trip a little bit, you lost the race. The only thing that wins a sprint is absolute perfection, right? Where if you're running a marathon and you trip a little bit, you can make up for it, it's time. And so you really do need to reframe how you think about weight loss from a sprint to a never ending marathon, right? Like, like that was such a big part of my mindset shift initially. It, it was like, cause again, and I go back to the idea, like how long do you want to keep the weight off for? Right. And I know, I know you're saying forever, right? But when you look at how you're trying to lose weight, are you set up for long-term, like are, 
the methods you've tried in the past, are they set up for long-term weight loss or instant short-term weight loss? And I, I think the answer is pretty obvious. And you'll start to realize, holy shit, I have never, never focused on long-term weight loss in my life is what you'll probably realize. Not even one time. You think about weight loss for decades nonstop, and yet you realize, holy shit, I never once have aimed at long-term permanent weight loss. You really haven't. It's so, it's so, <laughs> that idea is so lacking. People that get their stomach stapled or, or lap banded or bypassed, they put weight on. Why? Because they never really deal with what's going on between their head. You know, they just, oh, okay, I'll just do this physical thing and that's going to force me to eat less. You know, so it's really like when you start thinking long term, I think it becomes obvious what you need to do. And I think it becomes obvious I'm going to have to change how I'm thinking about things. I'm going to have to change how I think about myself, how I think about how I'm going to eat, how I'm going to live. But when we think in just short terms, we don't have to change anything. I just got to change how I'm eating. I work out more. And you do these extreme things that you can do for a couple of days or a couple of weeks and you can't keep them up. And so you just keep cycling through the same process of doing something for a couple of weeks. It's the all or nothing process, you know, where you do you go all in for a couple of days or weeks and then you can't keep it up and you just revert back to doing nothing for a couple of months, a couple of years. Then you get upset about how you look and the picture, what the scale says, how you feel, how the clothes don't fit you anymore. And you say, that's it, I got to lose this weight. And you go all in, no carbs, no carbs for me for a couple of days, a couple of weeks. And then... You get distracted, you get bored, you get sick of it, and you fall back to doing nothing, you know? So this is one of the reasons why, you know, the diets set you up to be all or nothing. And they're all or nothing because when you're sprinting, like I just said, every little mistake feels catastrophic. This is why it's like, you're on a diet and you do like four great days of eating great, right? And then you eat a donut. And now it feels like you totally blew it, right? That mindset, you're fucked. You're never going to lose weight long-term with that mindset because you're constantly going to make mistakes. Sorry that you're a human. What can I tell you? You know, you're not going to be perfect. You might be perfect for a day. You might be perfect for a week. You might be perfect for a month or a couple months. You ain't going to be perfect for a year. You're not going to be perfect for a decade, you know? So to build your success and your motivation around being perfect is, it's stupid in my book. You know, I don't know how it's working out for you. If it's working out for you, then ignore what I'm saying, okay? But if you just... If you think about weight loss constantly, but you don't actually do anything to make it happen, you might want to start looking for some alternative ways of thinking and approaching it. Right? So, um, <laughs> that was done, right? Yeah, the 5-2 for me, for life, of course, right? That's, that's a program yourself thin model. Five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. Oh, yeah. Opinion on Manjuro and Ozempic. Um, you know, I'm going to answer that not as a scientist or a doctor, because I'm neither. Um, but I will answer it by asking a question, which I don't like to do, but I'm going to do it in this case. And my question is this. I don't know how old you are, okay? But I'm going to ask you in your lifetime, how many easy, quick weight loss solutions have there been, right? Whether it's a diet, medication, surgery, anything, anything. I want you to think of every easy weight loss method that you've heard of in your life. And now what I want you to do is I want you to write in the comments which one has been effective, which one has lived up to the hype. You tell me. Right? Just tell me. Just name it. I want to just I want you to tell me which is in your whole history. Right? It's not maybe even before you were alive. I want you to look over, look at the diet industry, look at the weight loss industry and you tell me the simple fix that worked just like it said it was going to. Fen Fen? Well, that ended up not being so good. Right? Stomach surgery? Eh, hit or miss. Right? Injecting yourself with medication that's built for type 2 diabetics? Yeah, surgery, maybe. Surgery is intense, you know? So, and it's not guaranteed. Not at all. I, I've worked, I've worked with a lot of people on both sides of the surgery because a lot of times they have to lose weight before they can get the surgery. You know, so it's... <laughs> Say, all right, I'm going to do your program so I can lose the weight so that I can... Well, listen, though, if it was low-carb, why did why'd you gain it back? Yeah, surgery doesn't change the mental aspect. Yeah, Ozempic. I mean, Ozempic, we can't say that yet. I mean, Ozempic, how long has Ozempic been around? Right? 
in in 10 years will we, will everyone be on ozempic is that what we think do we think we found it if we figured it out we got the cure here what do you think do you think we'll all be taking ozempic in 10 years do we know what ozempic does is it a cure-all because i was listening to a doctor yesterday talking about ozempic and he described it like this Whoever used Manjaro that I know lost so much weight. Then, then take it, you know. Um, listen, I'm not here to put anyone down. That's why I, I'm, I'm answering this kind of casually because I know a lot of people are on it. And so I'm not going to go and, and put them down. Um, that's great, Paul. Yeah, 16-8, intermittent fasting. Um, I would say this, right? This is my belief. And, and you believe it or don't. You know what I mean? Again, we're, we're all humans. We get to make our own choices. I think mastering your weight is a holistic process i i think people make a mistake of looking at that's great paul um that's it's amazing um it's it's a holistic it's a holistic process where i think there's three pillars of weight mastery and i, and I make them a pyramid shape i think mindset's on the bottom then i think lifestyle and then i think eating and i think that it needs to go in that order and so i think Anything that doesn't affect mindset is going to be tough. Now, okay, Ozempic and, and the, um, you know, the, the semaglutide stuff, what's it, what did everyone say? Well, it gets rid of the food noise. Okay. Um, I think that's great, right? Because that's what program yourself then is all about. How do you deal with the noise in your head, right? Without medicine, but, but, but it's the same. It's aimed at that, you know? And so um, I, I agree that that would be helpful to deal with the voices in your head and how you think about food and the cravings that you're creating by how you're thinking about them. Um, but do I think a medicine is just going to fix that? So I was saying, well, a doctor, he was saying, um, like, do, using semaglutide, it's kind of like you're standing in quicksand and you're sinking and you're trying to get yourself out of it, but you can't get yourself out of it. And someone hands you a shovel and, and now you kind of dig yourself out a little quicker, but you're still in, in quicksand. And he, he likened the semaglutide to the shovel. You know, it just helps you. But it's not a cure. It's a medicine that's made for type 2 diabetics to produce more insulin. You know, and so it has the side effect of impacting your appetite, some people's, you know. Um, but, you know, there's side effects. You know, does it cause thyroid tumors? Who knows? You know, d does it cause you to have malnutrition? You know, who knows? It's a new medicine. Yeah, we'll see. Is it the, the dream medicine that, that fixes everything? I don't think so, because I think you need to learn how to eat. You need to learn how to handle your emotions. Uh, you need how to motivate yourself, how to deal with your self-image. I just think there's so many other things that that medicine doesn't even address. That uh, to me, just once again, I, the, the, the problem I have with it from a completely non-scientific aspect is that I've never seen just a one thing just work. Because... Your weight, like people make the mistake of thinking of their weight like a bank account, like credits, debits. And I think of your weight like a, like the stock market. There's just so many different factors. And so just to, let me give you an example of what I mean. Um, oh, now they're finding pancreatic nodules in patients. I, I mean, listen, and now, I mean, I'm not even talking, I don't get into this too much. Cause again, if you're on that stuff, I don't, I'm not going to be here and put you down. You know what I mean? I, I want, I want to support you. I'm here to lift anyone up and whatever path you want to take. I want to be a, a source of, of support for you. You know, um, it's not, it's not what I, I don't recommend that because I think it's just missing. Let me give you context. Okay. Where I'm coming from program yourself. Then what did I say? The three pillars of weight mastery, mindset, lifestyle, eating, right? So you fill out a workbook that you fill all those in for yourself, but the mindset piece alone, we start with motivation. How do you motivate yourself? Well, you don't know. You just use willpower. And sometimes you get really upset about your weight. That's your motivation right? There's no real strategy. There's no process you can run to motivate yourself that you know of, right? So the first thing I do in the program is take you through the, the motivation matrix, how to use pain and pleasure strategically and intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. It's the science of motivation, right? So I think you ought to know that because being able to motivate yourself is, is really important, <laughs> I think, you know? So, so again, I sit here in front of you, mastering my way for 30 years because I'm hyper-motivated, and the hypermotivation does a lot of the work. Okay, so that's the first part. The next part, once we've done that, is then we go into the self-image. I think your weight is a physical projection of your mental self. I think if you're struggling with your weight, it's because you think of yourself as an overweight person. And you think losing weight is just going to fix everything. And I don't see that. I've done 5,000 prior weight loss. I said, well, you've lost the weight. Why'd you put it back on? It's always the same. I didn't feel like myself. 
No, you don't like being overweight, but you can't disagree that you're familiar with it. You're comfortable with it. You know how to get through the world. You know how to make your way in the world as that version of you. And so to all of a sudden be thin and healthy and be that version of you, it feels weird. Okay, so we got to deal with that, right? The next step is your habits. How do you change your habits? Because but does, is Ozempic going to make you change your habits? Oh, it makes me eat less. Okay, well, I don't give a shit because just eating less isn't the cure for me right? So it's like you've got your toothbrushing habit. That's like the one healthy habit you probably have that you installed. I've got like 10, 11 of those that every day I'm doing that, that, that are, you know, what I mean, holding up. They're the foundation of everything, you know? Um, then we move into emotions. Do you know how to deal with emotions genuinely? Do you know how to feel the emotions you want to feel and deal with the shitty emotions you don't want to feel? Do you have strategies to do that that don't involve food? Probably not. Is Ozempic going to help that? I don't think so. <laughs> it just kills your appetite. So you still get the shitty emotions. It, okay. So then we move on to how to think like a thin person, how to think like a thin and healthy person. Do you know how to influence your thinking? There's a whole module on that. <laughs> and then there's maintenance, how to maintain it, how to get through times of stress, how to get through times when you don't feel well, all this stuff. Do you have strategies for that? No. So, you know what I mean? Like there's so much more. And then I even get to the lifestyle thing with eight habits that we work on installing, the eating strategies so that you can enjoy your favorite foods. You want to, because you know what Ozempic does for a lot of people? It makes them feel sick. I have clients on it. They feel nauseous all the time. I have clients on it. Do you hear that, by the way? Okay. It's not a cure-all, you know, and you've got to get your fucking head out of that place. You've got to stop with the one thing's going to fix everything. I, you Tell me when that's ever worked, you know? Anyways, I'll let it go. Um, so some of that, so what can we do? What I just told you, you need to take a, I think you need to have a holistic approach changing this. You need to wrap your weight loss and personal development. Become the person you want to be, you know? Become the best version of you that you can be. You've got one life to live as far as we know, you know? So it's like, why not eat and live in a way that's going to give you the longest lifespan and the best quality of life while you're doing it? So program yourself is really not even a weight loss program. It's a personal development program. It's a program about being the best version of you possible, the person you really, truly want to be the best relationships, the best energy levels, the most successful, you know, quality of life that you want, whatever you want, you know, how do you make it happen? You know, and, and so, so that's kind of the framing of it. And then there's obviously everything in the program we go through to, to make it a reality, you know? Yeah, to me, it's not about the loss, it's about keeping it off unless you stick to these tricks you regain. Yeah, of course, of course. I feel dieting not for everyone, it's difficult. I'm on this loop since I remember. Yeah, I mean, dieting sucks, man. I wish you'd all stop dieting. And I, so what do you, what do I do instead? You master your weight. You master it. Take that dieting pressure off, right? Because the, the worst part of that dieting, again, you think about it temporarily. Um, I'm going to diet until I lose the weight. You're looking for the most extreme thing to make it happen the fastest. And think about it. Think about how crazy this is. And you've just normalized it. You don't even see it. Until I say it, you don't even see it as anything weird. But don't you find it odd? You're always going to start your diet on Monday, right? And when you start it, you're starting it perfect, right? You're going to start on Monday and no carbs, no more carbs, no more sugar. I'm going to not eat for 16 hours every day until I reach my goal weight, you know? And it's like, you just start with this idea of perfection and really how you're approaching your diet is almost like it's an endurance test and it's, you're overwhelming yourself, right? I don't know why I can't stick with a diet. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. You know, to put it metaphorically, it's like you never played the piano before and you want to play the piano, but you're not patient. You're going to do it quick. So you're going to play 10 hours a day. So the first day, do, 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 10 hours, 10 hours, right? Oh, tomorrow I'm going to do another 10 hours. You wake up, uh, can't move your fingers. Right? But metaphorically, that's what you're doing yourself with a diet. Because your willpower, which is the only tool you have to change your behavior, your willpower is like a muscle. Do you even know about willpower? You know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm saying. You know, people say, oh, I tried everything. I can't lose weight. No, you fucking haven't tried everything. No, you haven't. You have not. You have not tried a mindset approach. I know you haven't because I've been doing this for a long time. Ever since I tried everything, nothing works. That's not true. You think you've tried every diet. You've tried every conventional form of it, but they're all bullshit. <laughs> why? Because there's no money to be made with them, I guess. I don't know why. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there telling you, it's got to be an inside out approach. There's got to be a mindset component to changing it. Don't you think? How can someone like follow a diet perfectly, lose the weight, and then end up putting it all back on? What's the difference? They can do it. Their body responds to it. They got a plan. Why don't they keep it up? Why? I, did you, I, I mean, I have my answers and ideas. What do you think? You know, because I, I think that answer is really enlightening. I think what you're going to get to is it's a mindset thing. Why did you lose the weight and then put it back on? Why didn't you just stick with your plan? 
You tell well, I, I couldn't. I don't know. I don't, yeah, that, that, by the way, that's where everyone gets to. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I didn't know. I've been on this journey for 30 years creating. Program yourself then. You're not even going to find a program anywhere close to this. I guarantee it. I've been out there. I've seen all the weight loss programs. You're not going to see a program where for eight weeks, every day on your phone, you're going to get start the day with a message from me and you're going to listen to a five-minute hypnosis session with a weight loss mantra in it that causes you to be relaxed, calm, install a new thought and idea so you develop a thin person's mindset. You're not going to learn a technique you can use at night that takes you a minute or two to program your subconscious mind. You using the redo and rehearsal technique to set yourself up for success and you can learn and grow each and every day using it. You're not going to have a 10 minute sleep gnosis session at the end that again relaxes you, calms you down, puts you a core weight loss mantra into your mind. One that has a 60 page workbook that helps you fill in the blanks so you can have an ideal customized blueprint, a roadmap, a mindset lifestyle eating roadmap that allow you to live at your goal weight. You know, you're not going to get... <laughs> coaching you know what I mean like like coaching me twice a week it's just I don't know makes me crazy because it's not rocket science I mean that's the thing it's not rocket science but it it does it's something there's something weird about our minds where it it doesn't feel like rocket science confusing there's another thing to our minds where like we just miss shit that's right in front of us you know and that's what I would say my whole career has been which is like you know, you do just session. I've been doing this for 20 years. You know, you're like, like nonstop. You, you all see me. I'm, I'm on here every day. I'm just talking about this now, but I've been doing this for 20 years, like nonstop. Um, I'm obsessed with it. You know, it's really a mission for me because this isn't just stepping on a scale and seeing it go down. This isn't just wearing a bathing suit to the beach. This to me is life and death. I'm always in my back of my mind. I'm, a nine, I'm that nine-year-old kid with his dad just died. And now he's left alone with his six-year-old brother's mom. You know what I mean? It's like, so when I think like, I want to help people lose weight, yeah, I want you to wear a bathing suit and look good at the beach. Yeah, great, okay? But I want you to live a long time. I want the people that you love to be there with you. I want you to have as much time as possible with the people you care about. I want you to have the most thriving, enjoyable, successful life possible. That's where my motivation's coming from, you know? And um, so what happens just over all these years is it just, it takes, it took a while because it's not, like I said, it's not complicated stuff. It's just shit you never think about. Because the, the reality is we're all been hypnotized by the diets in the food industry. I mean, all those commercials you see are hypnosis sessions. They ain't trying to consciously, logically talk you into something. They're fucking with your subconscious mind so that you associate candy bars with uh, happiness. You say soda cans with uh, feeling loved. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's insidious. It, it's, it's awful. <laughs> but um, it's, not, it's not rocket science, though. But it's shit that you just don't see. I'll give you an example. Close one eye and look at your nose. You see it, right? Close the other eye and look at your nose. You see it. Open both eyes. What happens? Your brain deletes your nose. Why? There's no value in seeing your nose all day long. So your brain is doing this all the time. It's deleting stuff, distorting things, generalizing things, so that you're missing shit that's right in front of you. Problems and solutions. And so it's just taken decades for me to kind of codify this into a program, you know, into what it is now, and then to work with people. So, you know, yeah. So people say, oh, what can I do to lose weight? Well, it's bigger than that. I don't mean to overwhelm you, but wouldn't you rather know a plan that takes a little more effort and time that works though? Because I, if you're like most people, you think about your weight loss 24 hours a day for as long as you can remember, and you ain't losing any weight. And if you're really honest with yourself, you don't fucking know any more about how to lose weight now than you did before you started your first diet. You want to lose 50 pounds, you don't know how to lose five pounds. If you're honest with yourself, you're just stuck, as stuck as can be. Why? Why are you stuck? I know why. It ain't any shortage of plans out there. It isn't any shortage of you knowing what the fuck to do now. You know what to do enough to start losing weight. If you were a robot and you just typed in what you're going to eat all day, you'd lose weight. Problem is, you don't know how to get yourself to do it consistently. And you don't know how to change your behaviors because you don't know how to change how you feel or how you think ultimately. Because your behaviors flow naturally out of how you think and feel. And you have no idea how to change that stuff because no diet ever teaches you how to influence your mindset. You know, um, Obesity is a disease. Maybe Manjuro is the medicine for it. Sure, any medicine got side effect. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's the... Maybe it's the the magic pill for, for getting rid of obesity. I hope it is. You know, the, all the doctors say that, right? The doctors never lie. I, I mean, I like doctors, but you got to understand that doctors, um, doctors are part of the medical establishment. The medical establishment, I, I, and I love doctors. I love medicine, but I think we can agree that they really, it, it's a it's a business model that's built around treating the symptoms. 
right? You go to the doctor's 100 pounds overweight. What, what, what are you getting? You're getting, you should probably lose some weight from your doctor. And, and that's it. You get that statement. Well, how, doc? I don't fucking know. The doctors don't know. The doctors ask me. They, they ask me. I go to the doctor. What do you suggest? Because they don't have any strategies to share with you. Is this news? This ain't news, right? Come on. So you need more than that. But, but I, I hope it is. I, I, listen, I don't give a shit, right? I, I wish there was a magic medicine that everyone could take and all of a sudden lose the weight. I, I want people to live long and live happily. So I don't give a shit. If there was some medicine that did that, I, I'd be loving it. But I don't believe it. Why would I believe it? Why would I believe it? It's up to them to prove it to me. How many times can we keep falling for the bullshit? How old are you all? I, I'm almost 50. I, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not falling for the bullshit anymore. And so I don't know, you know, anyways. I got all hyped up about that. What is the care in your mind? I mean, the care is that you, you design, you, you, I mean, you, you fix your mindset, you fix your lifestyle, you fix your reading. And maybe that sounds too simple. I don't know. It's a process. Here's what I would suggest. I got to get out of here. I got a call coming up, but, um, what I would suggest is go to my bio and click that link and get that hypnosis session. I give you a free hypnosis session. It's the new thin me. It's a kickstart session um, to help you clarify what your goal is and connect to it. And you will find if you listen to that session, you will find that you naturally and automatically eat better after listening to it. Okay. And then I give you a training, three steps to master your weight. It's about a half an hour. I'd suggest watching that because that will give you exactly, that's the cure. Okay. It's free. It's all free. And then I email you stuff constantly every day. Again, I'm here for you. Yes, I have a coaching program, but I also just give stuff away because it's the Robin Hood model, right? That people that can invest, want to invest themselves, get my coaching program and I'm helping you out anyways. Okay. So I'm here for you. Um, so that's the cure in my mind, which I'm not saying all the answers by the way. Right. So again, you have to figure out how you're going to do it, but I walk you through the process of how to make that happen. Right? So I want to make that clear. It's not me saying, oh, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. It's not that. It's showing you what do you want to do? What resonates best with you? Let's figure out the best way for you to master your weight. It's a different mindset. But but yeah, go to my bio or, and get that. Okay. Um, yeah, Eric. All right. Get on. Um, oh, you can't answer the call. Okay. Yeah, because we got a coaching call coming right now. That's part of the program. I mean, if you, to get to coach with me twice a week is like the, the deal of the century. It's 25 grand to work with me privately, you know? And, and so right now, because this program, the way it's set up, I added the coaching to it and it's like the best deal in the world. And it will not be like that long because I'm just, I just did them today. I just did the, the video ads. As soon as I start advertising, that price is going to go up to two grand and then it'll probably go up to five grand. And so, you know, it is what it is right now. So, um, so anyways, all right. Thank you so much, everyone. Again, go, go to my bio and get that stuff if you haven't done it yet. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, if you can get in there. And always just email me questions, too, if you have any questions. I know you just started, so you, you probably don't. But um, if you ever have any questions, just shoot them to me, and I'll talk about them on the, on the call. All right, everyone, thank you so much. Have a great day, and we'll talk soon.